Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Thanksgiving is such a lovely holiday. In the United States, people stop everything and gather to give thanks. It is known that when we are giving thanks, we cannot worry. We cannot have anxiety and give thanks at the same time. We cannot have depression and give thanks at the same time. The brain will not be able to stay in a place that is other than beautiful when we are giving thanks. So let us practice giving thanks so that our brains can find their home in gratitude. I wonder, what is your emotional home? Do you tend to go to worry and live in it and feed it? Do you tend to live in overwhelm, in a place where things get out of hand, out of control, and you seem to be unable to keep up? Are you able to recognize that our emotional home is actually fashioned by us. I grant it. I know I have had moments in my life where the emotions were coming from events like when my father died or when my grandmother had dementia and she would just scream in the house or, or try to stab you with it with a fork or something like that. Of course, there, there are moments where there are overwhelming things. When we had a car crash and there were all of these ambulances and we didn't know what was going to happen. And, and the uncertainty of certain events in life, sickness, death, they can have these effects on us. But friends, we can use the muscle of our brain and bring forth our emotional home by choice. It's not easy. I know that I've needed help in order to come back to a center that chose joy. For example, when my father died, I was in grief for a long, long time, and it seemed impossible to even imagine that I could choose an emotional house because the world as I knew it was completely gone. But it is the truth studied by scientists that we cannot be grateful and have another feeling at the same time. So as we are celebrating the beautiful holiday of Thanksgiving in the United States, in my house, my children have been cooking pies since we were since they were little as a tradition for my grandma my mother-in-law who passed away and was an amazing uh, pastry chef. So the kids were little when she died and my husband and I made it a point that we would teach them how to cook all the cakes and she would make four cakes for Thanksgiving, a pumpkin pie and a uh, cherry pie 
and a pecan pie, and then apple turnover, sometimes an apple pie as well. So four. Over the years, we've added a sweet potato pie, a blueberry pie, and a cranberry pie. And we've added our own traditions. As my children are gathered together to cook these pies, and we focus on giving thanks, we look at what the church is doing, and we offer, we have an offering from the book of Sirach, and now bless the God of all who has done wondrous things on earth, who fosters people's growth from their mother's womb and fashions them according to his will. May he grant you joy of heart and may peace abide among you. May his goodness toward us endure in Israel to deliver us in our days. It's a very short and sweet prayer, blessing the things that God has done, knowing that we come from our mother's wombs, being grateful from the joy and the peace and the goodness that we can harness by sharing it with others. Friends, when we share with others, when we attend to others, when we focus on others, we can transfer the grief of our hearts. And I learned that after my father died, meditating on the time when Jesus loses his cousin. And what he does, he goes into this whirlwind of activity. He walks on water. He heals he multiplies bread. It's just the whirlwind of activity of service towards others. So I learned to do that. And another thing that is very helpful, today we have Psalm 145, is the, to praise the name of the Lord forever, to praise his holy name, and to teach the generations to do that, to speak of the work of God in our life and in the life of the world, to speak the splendor of his glorious majesty, and to look at the abundance of what God has given us, including the grace and the mercy that he shows for us when we are not following the ways of the Lord, when we falter and the Lord forgives us once and again. And then the church offers us 1 Corinthians chapter 1, where we have the greeting, grace to you and peace from God the Father. And Paul is giving thanks to God always for the grace that he bestows and for the enrichment and the knowledge that Jesus gives us, the testimony that he brought and he keeps confirming in us so that we don't lack any spiritual gifts for Jesus reveals himself to us, hoping that we will be firm until the end. And the reading for today is Luke chapter 17, where Jesus continuing to Jerusalem enters and finds uh, enters uh, through Samaria and enters a village where there are 10 lepers and only one out of the 10 that are healed returns to give thanks. And Jesus wonders, you know, why did only one come back to give thanks? So today, as we come from through this uh, weekend of Thanksgiving in the United States, wherever you are in the world, you can join in Thanksgiving knowing that that is a state of mind that brings beautiful things into life and that is very difficult to practice when life gives us difficult things and terrible losses. And at that point, we need to reach out for help. We need to ask others to walk with us, to pray for us, to worship for us, to assist us, to console us, because sometimes it's an impossible thing for us to do. We are not strong enough to do it. So let us pray, friends, to say, Father, in all circumstances, we want to give thanks. We want to fulfill the will of God for our lives. 
we want to share with others the abundance that God has given us. We thank you, Father, for all your benefits. We thank you because you are present in our life. We thank you because you've walked through these difficult years of the pandemic and you walk close to us. We thank you, Father, because you've given us another year around the sun. And we ask you for your grace, for your presence, for your strength, for the support that we need in order to walk in these valleys of tears that we have with us. And also to praise you and worship you for all the greatness, for all the gifts, for all the miracles and wonders, Father, that you work in our life. We bless you, we praise you, and we give you thanks, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible, and we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.